0: With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fiancher reporting. Here's a look back at the top business stories in Iowa from 2022.
1: Radio Iowa, I'm Dar Danielson with a review of some of the top business stories of 2022. The Iowa poultry industry was hit again hard by the bird flu as the first case was confirmed in March in a commercial turkey flock in northwest Iowa's Buena Vista County. Things eased up, but later in the year, cases started appearing again in turkey flocks. Iowa Turkey Federation Executive Director Greta Irwin says industry isn't sure why the cases returned to northwest Iowa. Iowa turkey farmers really work diligently to protect their turkey flocks from wild birds. More than 15 million commercial and backyard birds were killed in Iowa this year by the outbreak. The grocery industry in Iowa has long pushed for change in the bottle and can deposit law. For the first time in 44 years, lawmakers got changes passed. It allows grocery stores to stop accepting empty bottles and cans and paying deposits. Democrat Senator Joe Boakum of Iowa City said during debate, it'll be a massive windfall to wholesalers who can continue to keep their unredeemed deposits.
0: Iowa consumers will pay for these cans and bottles. And they'll never see the money again. What a sweet deal to our, our, our beverage distributors.
1: Republican Senator Jason Schultz of Swashwick voted for the changes. Started with uh, recognizing what the people of Iowa want. They don't want the, the deposit increase. They don't want that tax on that can to go from a nickel to a dime. They, they want that left alone. Schultz says more to redemption centers will open once per container handling fees are tripled. The 37-year run came to an end as the Iowa legislature approved a plan seven years ago to phase out the greyhound parks in Dubuque and Council Bluffs due to decline in the sport nationwide. Dubuque Racing Association president and CEO Alex Dixon credited the community in the early 1980s for taking a chance on bringing greyhound racing there. Michigan-based Trinity Health completed its acquisition of the Iowa-based Mercy One Medical System in September. Mercy CEO Bob Ritz says the biggest change involves combining infrastructure, and that'll take two years
0: patients will see a
1: uh, marked improvement in our ability to move uh, their information with them wherever they go in our system of care. So we have upwards of 400 locations across Iowa. Ritz says there are no plans to rename Mercy One, and they don't anticipate any drop in employee numbers. The parent company, Larson Doors, announced in September they're closing its manufacturing plant in the northern Iowa town of Lake Mills, eliminating 200 jobs. They cited continued efforts to mitigate external economic conditions. An iconic Iowa ice cream company was sold. The CEO of Wells Enterprises and Loire says he doesn't expect much to change with the sale of the family-owned business, which makes Blue Bunny ice cream, to an Italian company. Mike Wells says under the agreement with Ferraro of Italy that the company will remain a standalone business with losses in Lamars and 100% autonomy. The Wells' name will stand outside of the building. The management team will stay in place. They need all of our employees. The Wells' family had owned the business for 109 years. That's Radio
0: Iowa's review of some of the top business stories of
1: 2022. I'm Dar Danielson.
0: A man who sold methamphetamine, possessed firearms, and manufactured homemade explosives was sentenced last week to five years in federal prison. 34-year-old Cody Robert Winters of Charles City received a prison term after June 2022 guilty plea to two criminal charges. Evidence showed that Winters distributed pure meth on several occasions from the spring of 2020 through the fall of 2020. During this time, Winters also taught another individual how to manufacture explosive devices. Once his prison term is served, Winters will then serve a five-year term of supervised release. Last week, the Cerro Gordo County Compensation Board made recommendations on the salaries of the county's elected officials, including all three supervisors, auditor, treasurer, recorder, sheriff, and attorney. The comp board recommended an across-the-board increase of 6% for each position. The recommendations will now be considered by the Board of Supervisors for final approval. If approved as presented, the highest paid position in Cerro Gordo County Government will be that of the county attorney at $147,540. Well, if you got an ugly Christmas sweater, something of the wrong size, or a duplicate item as a gift, now is the season for returns and lines at customer service counters are long. Margot Rykis, who is a spokeswoman for the Better Business Bureau, offers Iowans a few tips to keep the line moving smoothly. Be patient because all the sales employees, especially the first few days after Christmas, are overwhelmed with all the returns. And if you're patient, you're more likely to get some action. Standing in line for 45 minutes may try your patience, but she says to consider what it must be like to be the person hearing people's complaints all Day long. The customer who's trying to return the gift should always be calm and polite when trying to do so. People will be much more willing to help them. Now, when returning an item, make sure to keep it in the original packaging and in like new condition. Do not take the tags off the things because once the tags are off, probably impossible to return them. If the gift giver was thinking far enough ahead to enclose a gift receipt in your wrap box, it will make the process easier. A new staff report published by the Iowa State University Center for Agricultural and Rural Development summarizes data collected by the Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship through five annual waves of a survey on Iowa farmers' use of cover crops. The survey was administered to farmers who visited local conservation field offices and who had received technical assistance and or cost share related to cover crops. The 3,039 Responses shed light on Iowa farmers' rationale and motivations to use cover crops, the timing of planting and termination, the types and extent of varieties used, and farmers' preferred information sources. The main findings include the following highlights. 81% of the respondents planted winter hardy cover crops. Drill planting after harvest was the most prevalent planting method at 56% and 72% of the respondents terminated the cover crops with herbicides and no-till planted the next crop. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.